Welcome back to Rob Gill's Epic Financial Strategies Podcast. If you like what you're hearing and want to learn how to take action on your financial future, click the link in our bio to speak to us directly. To learn more about how you can achieve financial freedom, subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow Rob Gill all over social media. Financial freedom awaits. Listen, mindset matters, abundance matters versus scarcity. Today we're going to get into five things that will make you wealthy. And it's always important on how you approach each and every day, what that looks like. And whenever there's any kind of challenges, not problems, but challenges, realize that that's that stepping stone. That's the friction that can help you elevate, right? So that's so important. So as we work through this, and thank you for checking us out, wait until the last one because the last one is the best one. It's going to help you take that next step forward. Okay, so are the wealthy different? I mean, are you saying are they aliens? Are they from out of this world? The question is no. The answer is no to that. But they do think differently. They have a, an abundant mindset tied to whatever they're doing. I'm talking about first generations at least. And at the end of the day, what I've noticed about wealthy folks, the ones that continue to survive financial success, a million to five million to 10 million to 100 million, they have the same habits and rituals. However, I've also seen people go from 5 to 10 to 20, but self-sabotage because they feel on some level they don't deserve it. That's another thing for another day. We'll get into, get into that in a little while. But many people assume that the wealthy inherit their riches. However, 80% of millionaires are self-made. These millionaires had to get creative and work for their money. Yes, they had to break through barriers. They had to do what somebody else wasn't doing in their space. They had to prov- provide more value, but more value than their competitors, and they had to work that extra hour every day, make that extra call, sacrifice that extra thing, miss time with their family in order to be able to achieve that first level of success. So it comes down to mindset, it comes down to creativity that's tied to intentionality, but yes, what I believe personally that the wealthy, they think differently, but they're not different. So here it is, with the wealthy, when you look at recessions, right now we're in a recession, and the folks that have multiple streams, and they say, according to the IRS, that most millionaires have, uh, they say, seven streams of income, but we'll just say you must have multiple streams of income. So what does that look like? That looks like your primary business, number one. That looks like income from real estate because you did it the right way. That looks like you know being able to consult in businesses that have nothing to do with your business. So there's like they're not correlated and being able to get income from there. And just naturally being good in sales that always produces income but also at the end of the day, to have your money positioned properly that even if we're in a recession here, there's other areas that are gonna begin to start really skyrocketing and the folks that are liquid liquid now can take advantage of those opportunities that'll be on sale and be able to really kind of take advantage of this mindset. And I think anybody that watches this video in your life, you may have had money at one point or not, but the times you have money, there's not a lot of fear versus when money gets tight, people get scarce, and you have to be able to overcome that thinking and be able to make sure that you create the habits and the rituals that sit and fit with your core values. Oh shit, how much money did I just make while I was sleeping? So check it out, folks. You must earn money, number two, while you sleep. I'm gonna tell you a quick story. Whether you own real estate, which you can make money while you're sleeping, or e-commerce, which you can make money while you're sleeping, or create a sales team, 
which you can make money while you're sleeping, or sell an online course, which you can make money while you're sleeping. There's a guy, I don't know if it's true or not, but he's running around on the internet saying it's true, that came from one part of the country, came to this part to work, didn't make money as a financial planner, but he's taken a lot of public transportation, claiming that he's making 40, 50,000 a month, and it's not in the financial services industry. So if that guy's doing it, then anybody could do it, if it's true. Once again, I'd like to be able to check and see if it's true, not to hate, but to participate. But I'm seeing a lot of claims that seem to be e-commerce related versus financial planning related. So anyway, if we could earn money while we're sleeping, according to Warren Buffett, if you don't find a way to make money while you're gonna sleep, you're gonna work until you shuffle off this mortal coil. So at the end of the day, if you come from a blue collar background like I do, or if you come from a scarcity mindset like I did, or if you come from a place where, you know, maybe you're second generation wealth and you just blew the money, it's important to change your style up and really ask yourself a different question and to understand that we live in a time right now in history that allows us without college degrees to really be able to crush it financially as long as we're intentional, we have the right people around us that lead us and show us what to and what not to do that are good coaches and mentors, then you could begin to earn money while you're sleeping as well. So check it out, number three, you must use OPM, not OPP, but OPM, other people's money. I'm gonna tell you a quick story. Back, I'd say about three or four years ago, there was three different individuals that gave us here $300,000 each for 1% ownership and a profit sharing piece along the way. And those dudes are crushing it right now. It was the greatest thing they've ever done with their money. So if you check out what Richard Branson said, learn to raise capital by any means necessary. That's your primary job as an entrepreneur. You must continually raise capital from family and friends, banks, suppliers, customers, and investors. And this is how, like, you know, when you talk about like the wonderful world of Chris Crone, where he owns all these single family homes, he has partners, they come up with the money, right? But he has the team that finds the properties and makes everything, you know, very simply walk in the front door and it's all done for you. And there's a cost to that. It's other people's money for them. And for him, it's just really all the time and effort he put into it to create this mechanism. So now he could monitor and measure everything on a daily basis. And that's how you begin to elevate when you use other people's money. It's a science. All right, number four, you must give back. Listen, I'm not saying you have to give back. I'm not. But what I am saying is if you give back with no intention except for gratitude, the level of fulfillment is incredible. I used to donate to American Foundation for the Blind. Didn't make me feel good. Anyway, I just felt like, here, let me write the check. I love my brother Sean, but I didn't feel fulfilled. I got nominated and then won Man of the Year in 2020. It was good because I raised money, but once again, the fulfillment wasn't there because I felt like I, I, I didn't see where the money was going. And then I got the gift of all gifts. Chris Crone asked me to go to Ukraine. And when I went to the Ukraine, I said, if I'm gonna write a check, I, I wanna know where the money's going. And I knew exactly where and who it was going to. And being there and seeing where the money went, there was no greater fulfillment. And as I shoot this video, we're giving money next month to uh, CFC Recovery, and we're the lead sponsor. It's gonna be in September at the end of the month here in New Jersey. Um, they've created a alternative to a 12-step program. People are sober one day at a time in this process, which is really tied to current medicine and current mindset. When I say medicine, I mean, 
you know, Eastern philosophy and all these other things that, that tie into staying sober one day at a time. Uh, there's over 15,000 members. Myself, I haven't had a drink since July 1996, so it meant something to me, and be around, being around all these folks is such an important thing. So for me, and I offer this to you, if you're going to give, give without any intention except for gratitude, but ultimately for fulfillment on how you feel because you're helping making the world a better place. So there's a reason that Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, Oprah gives so much money to charity, and yes, they do get a write-off, no doubt about it. You know, they know that the key to wealth is to share it with others, but I firmly believe these three folks want to leave this mortal coil better than when they came, and that they are difference makers, Steve Jobs style, that wants to make a dent in the universe. Tony Robbins says if you keep giving and contributing, giving and contributing, you're going to keep climbing up that mountain and creating a new base camp increase. So listen, at the top, I told you to stay for the last one, and this is number five, and it's about mindset. It's about abundant versus scarcity. And right here, you must operate on opportunity rather than the fear of failure. If you have a fear of failure, it will show up. If you tell yourself these questions that I don't know if I could do it or it didn't work the last time I did it, it'll show up again, I promise you. But if you look at things when they come to you and if you get that queasy feeling in your stomach because you're a little bit uncertain, ask an empowering question. What can I learn from this? How can I get better and turn this into a golden opportunity? So check it out, folks. The fear of making decisions is a result of fearing to make a mistake. So you're kind of stuck, you're frozen. The truth is the fear of mistakes has a greater impact on you than making the mistake. So it's almost like the pain pleasure principle. If you really think about it, people, you know, they feel more torn when it comes to losing something than the joy of gaining something. So it's almost like if something gets taken away, that's worse than the actual joy of achieving something. I'm speaking in general terms. So when you're fearful, that's when certain people will tell you to get greedy. What I'm gonna say is when you're fearful, take a step back, take a deep breath, analyze the situation logically, remove the emotion, ask yourself empowering questions, and then you could decide if that decision makes sense or not. But what I can say is this, in moments of fear, that's your greatest time to be able to take that next step forward in life. Okay, so go ahead and click the link below. One of the team members will get back to you, answer any questions that you have. If there's other videos you want us to do, please put it in the comment section. And most importantly though, be prepared. Understand there's no obligation on your part. We're here to answer any and all questions and always remember to hit that subscribe button because every day we're dropping new daily content that can provide education for you that you deserve. That's it for today with Rob Gill and the Epic, Epic. Financial Strategies Podcast. Be sure to hop to iTunes or Spotify to subscribe and tune into all the podcasts. Also, be sure to follow the Rob Gill YouTube channel and Rob Gill social media channels. We'll see you on the next podcast.